feel like they think the fans in the crowd are stupid because I think some are because even after that performance, people are still defending them. Yeah. Welcome to another episode from Takedowns to Breakdowns with ANP, and today we're here to talk about backing tracks after the big Santa Cruz fiasco at Whiskey and Gogo and Eddie Trunk. Did you know Whiskey and Gogo? Uh, I know it's Whiskey and Gogo, but Whiskey and Gogo is a strip club here in Canada, here in Ontario, actually. Probably a good place for Santa Cruz to play a show. Probably, yeah. You know, I'm sure nobody would be complaining about backing tracks at that place, as long as there's some naked chicks on the polls. I think the music is the background to the naked chicks on the polls. Now, the question would be, does Santa Cruz have good stripping music? Um, I'm, I, I think they may have a couple. Yeah, a couple. They're no Def Leppard. They're no Def Leppard, but they might have a couple that there are danceable to. Eh, maybe that's an idea. Maybe that's an idea for a show. You never know. You never know. But anyways, that's not where they were. They oh, were yeah, in yeah. LA. They were in LA. And they started this whole thing of, well, they didn't start, but a performance leaked out their live performance leaked out and it was pretty much like Millie Vanilli. They had backing tracks on of everything, including vocals and everything. And they were completely off key. They were all over the place. They were not even, they were not even close to the mic and you could still hear the singing going on. And, and Eddie Trunk went on Twitter, posted a link to the video and that's what started this whole shit show of people, you know, people already were dunking on them before, but that really got the ball rolling. And the issue is not really Santa Cruz in terms of what they did, in my opinion, the issue is they're not the only ones doing it. Yeah, but I think it's... You may not be the only ones doing it, but now they're putting to the forefront, so now... They got caught! They got caught, yeah. But the, but my issue is this. This is where, the, where, where the, the crux of the matter lies. They're not the only ones doing it. There's other people doing it, and I feel like people don't want to uh, point the fingers at who's doing it, but Santa Cruz was an easy target. Because you know, especially the people within the business... If you talk to musicians and you ask them who's doing it, they know who's doing it. Yeah. But who wants to say, who wants to be blacklisted from going on a tour because you just called out another band for doing that? The it's, the fans, it's the fans' job to, to do that because you know for a fact no one else will do it unless, you know, you will. But if you're doing it properly, you may go to a show and not even know that it's happening. So my issue with this, once again, I feel like Santa Cruz is a little bit putting you know to the fire deservedly so but yeah, at the same time they're listen, not I, it's not like they're inventing this exactly. this issue there are some bands that i know that have done like backing track stuff like that but it wasn't that it wasn't that bad that was pretty bad for me backing tracks are okay if you're like a symphonic oh, band also, okay or, backing or, tracks to a certain extent are very okay especially if if it's just, if it's an atmospheric it's part an of the atmospheric song, part of the song that you can't really make, with dude. If there's like a church bells, where the fuck are you going to get the church exactly. bells? Exactly. Or if you're a band that doesn't have a keyboard player but use keyboard in your song. Okay, but th that you know I have an issue with. I have an issue with that, especially too, if but you if, if you use keyboards ad nauseum exactly. in every fucking song. You should have a keyboard player. Exactly. You should try going out and finding a keyboard player. But if you do have keyboard in like stuff in your songs, but you don't have a keyboard uh, keyboard player, then I understand if. The person is not there to play the instrument, then I understand. If, if, oh, if there's also an issue like COVID or something like that. Exactly, I totally, totally, understand. totally get it. If, but if, also, some bands don't do that. They always find someone to take to take, replace to take the place. Yeah. So you know, that's also kind of like on the a ginger when they lived. They did the last North American tour. The drummer had COVID for the first couple of shows, so they had the drums on on backing tracks. Yeah. 
Uh, so if uh, you go to the show, are you cool with that? I mean, I'm cool know, with that knowing, the situation, that, knowing yes. the situation. Yeah. Okay. Because it's last minute. They can't get a guy last minute. Yeah, exactly. But I if mean, he had COVID like two weeks before or three weeks before. He broke a foot, for example. Oh. You have enough time to find a replacement. It's a different story. Yeah. If you have enough time to find someone who can, because you're telling me there's not a drummer who can, who can replace. I mean, lead singer is a completely different story. Lead singer, okay, let me give you this one. Lead singer is a completely different story. Randy Bly from Lamb of God tested positive on the tour, so he couldn't play a couple of shows, so they had a bunch of different guys coming in and filling in and singing Lamb of God songs. Like, I, I think that is the best way to give the most to your fans without having to cancel the fucking show. Yeah. Like, how, what, what the fuck, you're going to get Lamb of God playing all the songs instrumental? Yeah, I feel like that... With that, Randy Bly's tracks playing on the backing tracks? I, I think that's a, that was a good one, um, because... You don't want to send. You don't want to cancel the show and send everyone kind of. Yeah, it bums everybody out. Exactly, but if everyone knows the reason why he can't be there and they're trying their best to make a good out of a bad situation, I give them all my respect. But the video of Santa Cruz is fucking terrible. I mean, like, obviously there was you know um, layered vocals in the background, so I'm guessing yeah, you could do that background wise if. Your if you voice, have, if you have, if in a song your voice as the lead singer is being layered in a track, like, at, like in the normal track, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, or, the if album, there's, or backing vocals and stuff like that, yeah, obviously you can't layer yourself in real time. I agree with you. So having that, it's it's understandable. But now you playing the CD through the PA system and then singing on top of it. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much Milli Vanilli. The, that's what you're doing. And the guitar player trying to uh, also doing the na 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 and everything. It was, dude, and. and there's a guitar solo and you're walking around like having a drink. You're not even trying to play the fucking solo. Can you even play the solo? I, I think you, you can't and you can't throw, first of all, you can't throw backing tracks all under the bus. To me, there are times where it's acceptable. Yes. There are moments where it's okay. Uh, obviously, I when I go to a live show, I want to see as much of live music as possible. That's exactly. why I'm going there. Uh, otherwise, I would just play the damn thing in my house and I wouldn't go to the show. But I also understand that there are some elements that it's impossible to have play live. Like yeah. I said, if there's church bells at, at the beginning of a Power Wolf song, obviously they don't have a church sitting around or they're not walking around with a bell. Do you know what I mean? So there, there are certain things that you have to understand that obviously it's going to be a backing track. I totally get it. I, and, I'm, and I'm cool with that. And I know that going in. But using full on the whole song, vocals, all the instruments, every fucking thing on a backing track and then playing on top of it to give more volume to your music and to give you a chance to kind of cheat a little bit here and there. Dude, that's that's not cool. That's not, li yeah, it's just, that's not life music. That's stuff I do when I'm trying to practice playing a song. That's what I do. I listen to the song and I play at the same time and when I hear something fucked up, I restart the song and I try again. That's exactly what the fuck they're doing. They're playing on top of the song so if they fuck up, they can just blend back into the song. Exactly, exactly. Or, or they don't have to concentrate or keep on track with what's going on yeah. because they know they can take a little bit of a break here and there and the song is still playing. Nothing is going to be missed. But, it's, but it's, it's cheap. What's, what's even sadder is like if you see them play like... Uh, I feel like they think the fans in the crowd are stupid because... I think some are because even after that performance, people are still defending them. Yeah. And, and once again, I don't want to throw Santa Cruz under the bus here because they're not the only ones doing them. They're just the ones that got caught. And yeah, they in got, a very bad way. In a very bad way. I mean, if there was like, I, I bet you, if there, there's probably people in the crowd who knew at least a little bit about guitar knowledge, 
or any Dude, type if you of see, inter- instrument if you knowledge. see the singer if you see but having a beer and and the and the vocals are going on exactly, what the fuck is it, going on yeah or if you if you hear a solo but like he's the guitar player's not like and you know stuff about guitars and you're looking at the guitar player and what he's playing is completely not the solo but to the average joe who doesn't really know that they'll think oh that's the solo right there no 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 like they think they think certain people are stupid so they're able to get away with that but if there's people in the crowd who, who kind of uh, catch that, they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? What have I been listening to for the past hour? Now, at the end of the day, I see it from this perspective. If you're a fan and you bought the ticket and you went to see and you're okay with it, then you know what? Fuck it. If you're yeah. okay with it, then you're okay with it. But I'm if, personally not. If I was a fan and I, I, I would fucking boo, I would throw a beer at the guy, I would be fucking pissed. Uh, it's just Playing not what music. I paid for. Yeah, I I, I, I paid for live music. Exactly. Not not a PA system playing one of your records. That's not what I paid for. I, I want to throw a couple more things out here because once again, I don't want to shit on Santa Cruz because once again, they just got caught, but they're not the only ones. When this broke out, Vicky from The Agonist, she posted on Twitter that uh, if if people only knew how many other bands are doing it, they just, people don't know. Us within the industry, we know who's doing it and who's not. Should we point the finger? I replied to her say that if you point the finger at a certain band, you you, you can pretty much scrap off the idea of ever going on tour with that band, especially if that band is way bigger than you. Yeah. So I think within the industry, a lot of people know what's going on. They don't talk about it because they don't want to burn any bridges. My issue with this whole thing is that some of the people that were most vocal about shitting on Santa Cruz, like Eddie Trunk, who has a show on Sirius XM, he has bands who he's friends with, who he has on his show all the time, pumping their tires, and they, they do the exact same thing and they've been vocal about it. Case in point, Fozzy. So if you're going to throw Santa Cruz under the bus for doing that, why aren't you doing it to the ones that you're friends with? That to me was where I have an issue. Yeah. If you're not okay with a band using backing tracks for the whole thing, then your, your, your point should be across the board. doesn't matter who the band is. And if you start cherry-picking the ones that you don't like or the ones that you don't have a relationship with and using them as an example or trying to set an example with those and throwing them under the bus while your best friends are getting a complete pass and a complete buy, to me, you lose all credibility. Either you're not okay with it regardless of who's doing it or you shut up and you don't say anything. Exactly. But you cannot have your cake and eat it too. So that to me is where my issue lies with this whole thing is people who... Shit on this band because it's an easy target while knowing perfectly well that they've been on tour with other bands who did the same exact thing and they're keeping their mouth shut. To me, hypocrisy. Not the band. Not the band. Not the band. Just hypocrisy is flowing around this issue. Do, do you agree with me? I agree, yeah. And I know it's a tough situation because if you're in a band and you're looking for tour spots, do you really want to start burning bridges? You don't. But if you're a fan and you notice, you should always be vocal. I agree. It doesn't 100%. matter if it's your favorite band because you should always be vocal about, you know, the hard-earned money you spent to go and watch that band, and then the disappointment of the band actually not playing the song itself. I just think that people in the media have the responsibility. Like Eddie Trunk, I'm using his example because he was the one that really got this shitstorm going, because he has a huge following. So obviously, if he tweets out something, it's gonna it's gonna create a snowball effect. I just feel like people in the media have the responsibility to be neutral. And to call a spade a spade, regardless of who's doing it. And the fact that he decided to pick on this 
while letting other guys who he's friends with getting a buy. That's that to me really rubs me the wrong way. It, 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 I'm not saying that what Santa Cruz did is right because it's not, but it rubs me the wrong way when you take that that uh, higher road approach when when you're a little bit suspect considering the people that you're breaking bread with. That's that's my only thing. Now Santa Cruz came out and said that they did it on purpose because they wanted publicity. Then when this whole thing went south, then they came out saying that, no, we were misunderstood. We used the backing tracks because what you were saying, the vocals, because my vocals are overdubbed and I can't obviously overdub my vocals live. But when you watch the video, there's none of that, none of that. So I, I, I feel like they just need to say my bad and either embrace it or change their ways yeah i think it's better to change your ways embracing it means going on tour again and doing the exact same thing but what about if you have a band where you have members coming in to fill in to do a show to do a tour and they're not up to snuff so in order for you to still do the tour to do the shows you use these techniques let's say you hire a drummer to fill in and you know he's not very good so you play the drums on backing tracks the, and you just have the guy kind of like don't hire the drummer I'd much rather... I'd just rather you cancel the show. No, I... Well, if you don't have a drummer or a member, just cancel the show. Listen, I, I understand the whole like backing track situation. If you need to do the show because, you know, you're already in the country visa-wise, I also feel for some bands who come over here and they need to do the show because they need to, you know, they need the money. Obviously, it's a business, you know? I totally understand if they need to do, like, one... Thing. I, I, know, I know. I know it sucks. But if it's beforehand. But if it, I know. I know it sucks, right? But if it's like two months in advance and you guys still couldn't find a, a guitar player to fill in, then, I mean, that's on you guys. But I, I, I still, I still, I still wouldn't want someone filling in, half-assing it. No, I. Agree. I would rather just not have the person there and listen to the band and have that. I, I think when it comes to backing tracks, I think you have to look at each individual situation and judge each individual exactly. situation. Exactly, it all comes down to context. Uh, when 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 Syra was on tour in North America with Sabaton, which was their first ever tour in North America, their bass player quit halfway through the tour. So what are you going to do? Not play the shows? No, they play the shows with the bass on backing tracks. But let's face the fact: nobody can hear the bass the anyways bass. either way. So it's not a big miss. But I totally get it. There's there. I think there you have to be honest, and there's and, and, and there's situations where you can acknowledge that, and and you and the fans will accept it. But when when you come out and say we're playing a live show, and then the whole show is you like mimicking or overdubbing over what's being played on the backing tracks, I think that's a completely different situation. And believe you me, there's a lot of bands doing it. Yeah. A lot of bands doing it. It's it's perhaps one of the biggest issues, and the rock metal world right now as far as live music is concerned is backing tracks people don't even have a slight idea of how much backing tracks are used on a live show on a regular basis to what extent that's debatable from band to band but very few bands are going complete rock and roll just the instruments plugged in and fucking going there's very few that are doing that very few to a certain extent almost every band has some sort of Either be an intro as you're getting getting ready to come on stage, yeah. or like a symphonic element here and there, or or like a little noise here and there. Whatever. I don't, I don't count whatever. the intro, and also I don't count. I just count those. I count obviously they're backing tracks, but I don't count them as cheating out. There no, no, no. Neither do I. But what I'm saying is they're still backing tracks. They're still, still backing being tracks. Used. Yeah. So the 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 extent to which they're being used is what we can discuss here. Exactly. But the bands that are not using any at all is uh, slim little. pickings. It's really slim picking. So it's an interesting topic. I don't think it's going to go away. 
Uh, I just think that the people in the business that are against it and want to do something about it, they have to be vocal, but they have to be vocal across the board and not cherry pick the and easy also targets. Think about what, what the consequences of being vocal are. Yeah, but I think if you're if you're a guy like Eddie Trunk, what's going to happen? Exactly. I mean, you you okay? You're going to piss off a band. They're not going to come on your show. You're not going to have an interview. You're not going to have. So if you if you're concerned with that, then don't throw under the bus the band that you don't give two shits about because they don't bring you viewership. Because now you're being as much of a hypocrite as the band is, as far as I'm concerned. That's just how I see it. All right, guys, what's your thoughts on backing tracks? Hit us up in the comment section, and we'll see you guys at the next video. See ya.